With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. J.R. Smith, first of all, becoming immortal in NBA lore and in sports lore. George Hill misses a free throw with the game tied at 107 with just under five seconds left to go on regulation. J.R. Smith gets the rebound. Cavs have a chance to win this game, except this is what J.R. Smith did instead of going up for a shot, getting it right back out for the shot. This is what happened. Four seconds still remain. The Warriors do have a timeout. George Hill again takes the basketball. Three deliberate dribbles. A 10-year veteran with a moderate knee bend. It's up. It's short. It's grabbed by J.R. Smith. Smith is going to run it out. I think J.R. didn't know how much time was left. J.R. trying to dribble up near the timeline. And we're going to overtime. Oh, my goodness. I think J.R. thought the Cavs had the lead. He grabbed the loose ball, dribbled up near midcourt. And by the time he decided to pass it to somebody, the clock had expired. We're going to overtime. Cavs Radio Network on the call. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what the next day or plus two days is going to bring for J.R. Smith. But my goodness, the Cavs get boat raced in overtime, 124 to 114 in the Warriors. Uh, take the one game to none lead. 17-7. Golden State outscores Cleveland. 
LeBron scores 51. He shoots 19 out of 32 from the floor. Meanwhile, Steph Curry with 29, Kevin Durant with 26, Klay Thompson with 24. Draymond Green a near triple double, pretty much your average night for the Warriors, kind of what you expect. You get oh, you know, almost 30 points from Curry and Durant, you get over 20 from Klay a near triple double from Draymond Green. Oh, by the way, you had the two sides almost come to blows in the final seconds. Tristan Thompson pushing Draymond Green. He gets ejected. But really, J.R. Smith has just become a basketball immortal. Before, he was just a... He was fun. He was, he was a fun ride. Hey, you know, he was a he, guy that gave us a few good moments. No one will remember him as a Nick anymore. That's the best part. No, no that's one, it. No, no one that's, will ever remember him as a Nick gone. anymore. He's done. You're going to be able to buy autographed... Eight by tens of him in a Knicks uniform for five bucks. Now these, now these are going to have value because he's always going to remember, be remembered as a member of the Cavs. I mean, what do I want? What, what, what picture do I want of Jr. Smith? Do I want him catching the rebound and dribbling out? Do I want him actually dribbling out? Do I want him after? No, I, I have after to have the, the game still, and LeBron is yelling at him. No, it's got to be the still where LeBron is giving him that oh. look. There is, there is a moment. You know, in the um, the Simpsons episode where the you know you choo choo choose me. Yeah, where you. Bart cues it up and says, here's where you can see his heartbreak, Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> There's a moment where if a man were able to just stare someone down and commit murder, <laughs> J.R. Smith would have been done you in know, that second. You know, that looked like LeBron was giving J.R. Smith the look that that back when she was winning events, that Ronda Rousey would give her opponents. That back, mean mug. And yeah. That mean mug. She was like, when, when they're counting down to, to, to ring in that bell, and that look that Ronda Rousey would give, like, I'm just going to show up and destroy you. You know, back before she fought people who were good and they beat the well, mess that, out of her. I'll tell you, the whole women's side of things matured very quickly. We can yeah. talk about that another time. I mean, that's a podcast. For but sure. but J.R. Smith, it's now the butt fumble it's Chris Weber's timeout in college basketball. It's a play that will live forever. And I'm sorry if Cleveland fans disagree. I'm sorry if you're upset about it. But that is the fact. You know what You know what I just heard? I heard the whistle blow. The factory of sadness is open for business. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's more of a... Uh, time to clock I mean, back that's, in. I mean, that's just a referee whistle. And mark the tape. Yeah, we need to. That's just a... That's the kind of whistle that's, it was. That's, that's the Queen a, Mary. That, that's like a foghorn. <laughs> That's the I had a go Vegas Golden Knights hockey horn. Let's hear it. <laughs> but J.R. Smith is now that level of guy. J.R. Smith is Mark Sanchez. J.R. Smith is whatever he does in his career, that's what he'll be known for. Chris Weber is always the guy that called timeout. J.R. Smith will always be the guy that did this. He, he forgot the score, man. He forgot the score. Dude, before you go in for, for the free throw, you know what the score is. You know what the score is. You have to. You yeah. have to know. But this one's on George Hill, too. You got to make that bleeping free throw. Come on. <laughs> well, that's sure, too. Come on. Yeah. It's it not all on bad, JR. Yeah. Uh, you got to make it. Okay. It's okay. If you're doing a pie chart, it's 85% on JR, 50 oh, I was giving it 15. more like 99 JR. No, no, it's, not, it's a 99 <laughs> and 1. But... 1% George Hill. <laughs> but he could have gone right back up on Kevin Durant. Instead, he's dribbling it out. Uh, he could have. He could, but, uh, or he could have passed it. Do something, even if it's wrong. Oh, it's unbelievable. I love that his stat line is the one that they're using on all the graphics, too. 124, 114, your final. And it's J.R. Smith's stat line. Not the 51 from LeBron. No. It's it's J.R. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Joining us now on the hotline, ready 
and waiting. Fox Sports 1, NBA insider extraordinaire Chris Broussard. CB, I, 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 can't, I can't explain it. But if you told me one player on the court was going to lose track of what the score was at the end of a game, I would tell you it was J.R. Smith. No, I'm with you. I mean, that was a JR being JR. I hate to put it like that, but that's what it was. Um, look, here's the bottom line. Cleveland played an outstanding game for the most part and had an opportunity, obviously, to steal one. The problem is this. Against the Golden State Warriors, you have no room for error. That's it. You have to capitalize on virtually every opportunity you get. And they didn't, and it cost them. As simple as that. And you know what it reminds me of, to some degree, is game one in 2015. That's when Kyrie got hurt in overtime, and the Cavs the Cavs should have won that game. And they blew it, and, you know, the rest is history, of course. But... I I think they blew a keen opportunity. Because if they win this game, now, look, it's one game. The series isn't over, of course. But if they win this game tonight, then we all are thinking now they got a chance. They got a chance. And they're thinking it, and so are the Warriors. And uh, now instead the Warriors are dancing. They got their swag and, you know, they're they're, they're poised to – to capitalize on winning this first game. So, look, we'll see what the, the all the vitriol leads to. I mean, obviously, you know, they're going at each other. I don't know. You know, hopefully Tristan Thompson isn't suspended for game two. I wonder if could that play in Cleveland's favor? You know, they turning this thing into a street fight and, you know, maybe get the Warriors who are more skilled off their game. I don't know. But uh, if you're a Cavs fan, you have to hope that becomes the case. Oh, I, Look, what, the one thing, Chris, no matter what comes of this, Cap, if the Warriors win this series, I mean, we saw a play tonight that is going to be basketball immortality. It's Chris Webber's timeout. It's Mark Sanchez's butt fumble. 50 years from now, there will be TV you're shows. you talking about J.R.? talking about J.R. Yeah. Smith. I mean, we, I would this not, is I famous think, forever. I, I think it was bad, but I think Webber's, timeout was worse like this this did not cost them the game I mean they may it may, it could have maybe they would have scored maybe if they had scored Warriors still come down and hit a buck you know I don't know what it just wasn't as definitive in my opinion as the Weber timeout well, but he, it was bad he could have gone he could have gone right back up and gotten a hoop well, I, I mean, just, just, I'm just surprised LeBron James. Yeah. I mean, and just the it, making it, that decision. I mean, it, it, you're right. No, you don't was, know what could have happened. I, yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. I'm just saying I don't I don't think it was quite as bad as Weber. I'm not saying it wasn't a big deal. It was horrible. But <laughs> I wouldn't put it in the category. I wouldn't put it in the category of Weber. That's all. Just one of those we're trying to, to think of the, the pantheon of well, boneheaded decisions and certainly for J.R. Smith. I mean, heck, he, remember, remember Magic Johnson – in 1984, dribbled out the clock at the end of regulation. Wait, wait. Justin Frostberg, our Laker fan producer, said too soon for you to bring it's that too up. Too soon, bro. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Well, that, but that's just it, though, Chris. Now you, you gave them what looked to be your, their best punch. 
They didn't shoot yeah. particularly well, did, did the Warriors, and for most of the game, seemed a bit out of it. Obviously, the end of the second quarter, they made that run, and then Steph hits the three. Again, J.R. Smith not playing defense and just kind of flying around defensively, opening that opportunity. But otherwise, you, you gave them everything you had and, th- and then some. How do you respond to Game 2? How does Ty Lue get this team rallied back, considering it was all on LeBron James back anyway? Yeah, I I think what you have to do is you got to get your team believing, and and maybe they do, um, but you got to get them believing, because I'm looking at it, and I think think you'll respond to this too. The Warriors are not the same team. They're not the invincible for whatever reason, and, and I don't – I mean, Iguodala, obviously, he's an important part of their team. But come on, you still got four Hall of Famers and, and all that. They are not what they used to be. They are vulnerable. It's as simple as that. They're not as good as they were last year for whatever reason. We saw it against Houston. We see it now. We saw it tonight. Like, I think Steph, I have to look at his percentages – He's not as automatic as he used to be. You know, a few, a, two years ago, um, I mean, you were surprised when he missed the three-pointer. Now, you know, he misses them regularly. Durant doesn't look, you know, as comfortable as he did a couple rounds ago. His confidence, it almost looks a bit shaken. I mean, he should have been having his way with George Hill. He's got half a foot on George Hill. Right. And he didn't do it, so... If what I'm if I'm Ty Lue, I'm getting it through to my guys. Look, they we just we just you know uh, uh, we just struck Goliath. These warriors are not who who everybody says they are. They're vulnerable. They can be beaten. We had them beat for all intents and purposes. We beat them. We outplayed them on their own court. We can beat this team. We've done it before, you can even say. But I, that's, that's the approach I would take, that this is not the big bad wolf that we all thought it was. Chris Broussard with us, Fox Sports 1, NBA Insider, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh, Ty Lu hitting the podium right now as he just said, Jr. got the ball, he thought we were up. Yeah. And that's why he dribbled out. So we got that the official answer from Ty Lue. But, Chris, to get away from that for a second, because it's really crazy that this story is going to get overshadowed by J.R. Smith, is that, look, I understand going back for video review in the final seconds. I, I, you want to get every call right. But a play that tipped the game as well, Kevin Durant gets called for an offensive foul. LeBron James draws the foul. Now, if you look at it in review, yeah, LeBron James. It was a block. It was a block, block. right. But this is a judgment call on the floor. It's a judgment call by the officials. So they go to video and they reverse it. Instead of LeBron and drawing the offensive foul, the Cavaliers with the lead in the basketball, Durant hits two free throws in the final minute to tie the game. I mean, you don't see NFL officials going to the video to look at a holding penalty. You don't see Major League Baseball players able to, uh, Major League Baseball teams challenging, hey, that pitch was outside. That was ball four, not strike three. I don't get how you go back there for a judgment call. I'm with you. I mean, my feeling right now, like you said, ultimately they got the call right, but that's not really what we're discussing. I blame the league. I don't blame the officials. I mean, look, it's in the rule book. They were within their rights to do what they did. But the problem is, heck, most of the time you can't do that, right? Most calls you can't. I mean, there are are calls where 
even if you know it, it was wrong, you can't change. You know, so it doesn't appear fair and consistent, and that's the problem I have with it. I really, you know, I, I'll talk about it on TV tomorrow. I don't. I will not harp on that play because I think they got the call right at the end of the day. But I do think the league is going to have to change the rule. In this summer, they're going to have to make it more consistent where you just can't you, – because, you know, you're either going to have to allow them to do that with every call or no calls, right? So I think the answer is no calls in that regard. Well, I think you'd have a lot more employment by the league because you're going to have to expand the number of guys watching games during the regular oh, season. So I think it's good for the economy. It? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Because you could you could go back on every possession and you know second guess everything. All right. So now, how do the Cavs bounce back? I mean, other than trying to you know calling up Ryan Colangelo to say, hey, can you say some bad things about the Warriors on your burner account? How do <laughs> how do the Cavaliers bounce back? And because mentally, Chris, it's one game, but it's we had it. And this should have been in our column. They were putting it. We, we were we were taking this game. We gave it to them mentally. That's really hard to come back from. No, it is. And and what they have to know. And and again, this is this comes down to pep talks and your leaders, Ty Lue and LeBron James. You know, getting this through everybody's head is look. Don't don't let the media get caught up in the mind games and the momentum and. You know, you blew this. You, they can't come back mentally from this and all that. Let us deal with that. If I'm a player, I'm saying, look, we came down from freaking 3-1. So don't tell me we can't rally from whatever. This game is behind us. We showed them that we could outplay them. We, we showed, you know, we know we're the better team. I mean, I don't think they are, but that's what they should be saying to each other. We showed we're the better team. So we have to go out and duplicate what we did in game one and take out the, the mental mistakes that we made, and we even this thing up going home to Cleveland for three games. He's on Twitter, at Chris underscore Broussard. That's at Chris underscore Broussard. You can hear him every Sunday right here on Fox Sports Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Pacific time with Rob Parker, The Odd Couple. We'll be breaking everything down. Check him out on Twitter again, at Chris underscore Broussard, the latest In The Zone podcast there as well. TB, as always, man, appreciate it. Be good. We'll talk soon. All right, my man. Later. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. What is the topic of the night? It's easy. Golden State 124, Cleveland 114 in overtime. But how we got there was absolutely insane. A tight game down the stretch. LeBron James goes for 51, but here's what you need to know. In the final seconds, Kevin Durant is called for an offensive foul. LeBron James steps in his way, draws the block. Cavaliers had a two-point lead and the basketball. Referees went to go look at it. And the referees said, oh yeah, upon further review, the call is reversed. And LeBron gets called for the blocking foul. Durant makes both free throws. Now, instead of the Cavaliers with the basketball... And a two-point lead, it was a tie game, and the Cavaliers had the ball. The call was right because it was a block. LeBron slid over. We talked about it while it was going on. Slide over baby hour early. I'm not disputing that. 
But the judgment call made by the referees to go back and look at it, you can't do that. You can't go back and no other sport goes back and looks at judgment calls. No, you have opened up an entire Pandora's box here, man. Now at the end That is a bad look. At the end of games, I guarantee you Ty Lue is gonna scream, No, go back and look at that foul. Go back and look at every that. time Steve LeBron Kerr James has say, the go ball. Back and look at that foul. Every time LeBron James has the ball, he's gonna be like, ah, "I think he got fouled," that which was, he did that repeatedly. Was atrocious. How about you go back and look at when he got eye gouged early <laughs> on, and and the fact that he was red in the face the rest of the game because <laughs> he got hit. I mean, LeBron James is gonna be sporting glasses to because of the eye injury subjected to him by Draymond Green on the face rake straight out of old WWF style. I mean, that was a George the Animal Steel face rake if there was, and that was ruled a common foul. So, I mean, you know, Ty Luke can quickly go back and say, hey, hit the rewind button and let's go back a little bit. Yeah, every, in the final, go look. No, no, go back and look. LeBron was fouled. Go back and look at it. Go back and look. That was just stupid. That was just dumb by the – it's a judgment call. If you get it wrong, you get it wrong, but it's a judgment call. I called holding. I didn't really see holding. I called pass interference. I didn't see pass interference. That's the judgment. But to go back on a judgment call – tell you what. Really, all the time. Adam Silver would rather talk about uh, Brian Colangelo right now <laughs> than what happened in that circumstance <laughs> because now there's a, a lot of questions that need to be answered by the league office. Okay, when did this come into vogue? When did we allow this? This isn't an end line play. This isn't a, hey, how much time's left on the clock? This is a whole other angle to the stoppage and review that we haven't seen. So what happened after that was a trading of baskets, a LeBron James layup, a Steph Curry layup, and a foul. He hits the free throw to give the Cavaliers the lead. Cavaliers drive down. They have the chance for the final play. LeBron James throws a bullet pass to George Hill that's going to be a layup, but Clay Thompson commits a foul, corrals George Hill, so the ball goes out of bounds, but Hill is at the free throw line with five seconds left, shooting two. One ties the game. One gives them the lead. George Hill makes one of two free throws, and before we get to Ty Lue, J.R. Smith, and everything, let me say this. The George Hill free throw, he has to make that. Right. And 80% shooter. He's an 80% shooter, which means he makes eight out of every 10. In that situation, you can't walk away with a miss. But the moment got too big and he gacked away that free throw. You have to make that free throw. That's two to win the game. You're you're a ball player. You got to get up there. You got to hit both of those. But he misses the second one. Luckily, what I should also say, unluckily for the Cavaliers, J.R. Smith gets the rebound. He's in the paint. He takes one step. He's laying the ball in, except... Four seconds still remain. The Warriors do have a timeout. George Hill again takes the basketball. Three deliberate dribbles. A 10-year veteran with a moderate knee bend. It's up. It's short. It's grabbed by J.R. Smith. Smith is going to run it out. I think J.R. didn't know how much time was left. J.R. trying to dribble up near the timeline, and we're going to overtime. Oh, my goodness. I think Jr. thought the Cavs had the lead. He grabbed the loose ball, dribbled up near midcourt, and by the time he decided to pass it to somebody, the clock had expired. We're going to overtime. Cavs Radio Network on the call. Jr. Smith thought the Cavaliers had the lead. He dribbled out instead of going in for a shot. The clock strikes zero. We go to overtime. The Warriors boat race the Cavs from there. They outscore them by 10, and they win game one by 10. Here's the interesting thing in overtime. How many shots and makes do you think were, you had combined between Curry and Durant? In overtime? Yes. Oh, let's see. Well, Draymond hit the three. Clay hit a three. One? 
They were com- they took one combined shot. They Ooh. were 0 for 1. Wow. Wow. Durant did not take a shot in the overtime oh. period. So that's how it ends. J.R. Smith is now a basketball immortal for reasons he never really wanted to be. And that's where he, we Well, hit, he's like the Highlander now. <laughs> that's where we hit Teron Lou. Here's his press conference from just a few moments ago. He talks about the refereeing, but first was about Ty Lou. What happened with J.R. Smith on that last play? What did you say or what did J.R. say to you in the locker room about the, the play at the end of regulation? He thought he thought it was over. Thought it was over. He thought we were up one. And then, did you get a um, an expert? What was the explanation on the overturn of the of the charge to a to a block there? Um, <laughs> I guess you know the rule is um, you can review you can review the call if he's inside the, or inside or outside the restricted is the rule that I know and um, I mean you call they call they call a charge right and LeBron was clearly four feet outside the restricted area so it doesn't make sense to go review something that the review is if he's on the line or if he's close to the charge circle that's the review he wasn't close so what are we reviewing either call a, a block and foul or call the offensive foul and you know for our team to come out and you know play their hearts out and compete the way we did man I mean it just I mean it's, it's bad and it's never been done before where you know he's outside of restricted and then you go there and overturn the call and say it's a block it's never been done ever in the history of the game and then tonight in the finals on the biggest stage when our team played a, played, played well and played their ass off man it just it ain't right it ain't right Ty Lu, not Happy and and Dave McMenamin of ESPN is tweeting out. Uh, can't tell you how many times I've heard officiating blanked us in and around the Cavs locker room in the last few minutes. That Kevin Durant call. They're gonna they're gonna focus on the Durant call because to focus on the J.R. Smith call is just I I, I don't know what to say. I, how do you the guy was it? stupid? No, that's right. The, the guy, guy was dumb. dumb well, let's miss. focus on this one sure. because this is the one that we feel cost us that game. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Here's J.R. Smith moments ago from the Cavaliers locker room telling a very different story. Well, George shot the free throw. Um, I got the rebound. Um, we were tie ball game. Um, we had a timeout, and I was trying to get enough space uh, because I obviously can't stand it right there. Um, trying to get him space to bring it out to get it, maybe get a shot off. And then I see him. I look. I looked over at Brian. He looked like he was trying to call timeout. So I just stopped. And then uh, the game was over. You knew you were tied. You didn't think you were leading. No, I seen it. I knew we were tied. It's just I thought he was going to call timeout because I got the rebound. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody didn't think I was going to shoot over Katie right there. So. And the, replay, and the replay, it looked like you said to LeBron, I thought we were ahead. <laughs> if I thought we were ahead, then I, I would have just held on to the ball that I found him. But clearly that wasn't the case. Did you, did you not, on the replay, it doesn't look like you have a clear layup. I mean, there's two guys there, and you had no clear pass to the basket. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, I saw KD standing right next to me. Um, he, had, he already had, what, four blocks, so I wasn't about to be the fifth. 
That contradicts what he said. He, he couldn't even talk around. It looked like you said to LeBron at the end, I thought we were ahead. Well, I thought we were ahead, but it was a tie game, and it was I tried to get the ball out for a shot. So he's completely blowing it off. He's lying. There's no way he knew what the score was. None of what he did makes sense. Two guys around. He could have taken a jumper from inside the lane right there after he picked up the, the basketball. His body language was not, I'm coming out looking for a shot. Because he didn't get, he dribbles out behind the three-point line. He doesn't turn around looking for a pass No, right I thought away. he was going to like raise his hand like victory. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't grab the rebound and look to get it to somebody out for a shot. He dribbles out, and then he sees LeBron and everybody calling for the ball, and he passes the ball to the corner. If you think the game is tied, that's not how you act. If you thought we were calling timeout, why didn't you call timeout? Really? With 4.7 seconds left to go, you're going to get that rebound, dribble out, and then, oh, I'm going to let three seconds uh, right. knock wait off the for clock. So, wait for somebody else to call and, it. And Ty sure. Lue's going to call him with .8 seconds left? No, no. He just doesn't want to admit. Oh, he didn't want to admit. leave any, any time no. on the clock. I mean, the last shot. <laughs> he doesn't want to admit <laughs> that he didn't know the score. He doesn't want to admit it. He, he He's going to get the heat anyway because that's what everybody knows. But there's no way he knew what the score was. That's not how you act at all in basketball. I mean, all of those things contradicted. Because if he thought it was tied, I get it right away. If I'm scared of Kevin Durant, if I'm not knowing what to do, I, I, I go to the ball and I call timeout. I cradle, I go timeout because then we get a timeout with four seconds left and then we get a good play going out. But instead I dribble out looking for a shot. Really? And he did, he dribbles all the way out to the side, not straight back. No, I'm dribbling all the way out to the side where it takes me the longest time to get That's out. That's right. It was a good weave. And then and then and then he's not going to shoot a wide open 3 cuz he's wide open for a that 3. That would be great. He, that would got past the 3 point and arc and, and he shoots. turns and he fires. That doesn't make that makes no sense. He would have done it, but instead, he panicked. He didn't realize what was going on until he saw LeBron clapping and calling for the ball, like, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. And then I think he realized, oh, something's going on, and by then it was too late. Now, I know he has a, an exclusive autograph uh, signing uh, contract with Upper Deck, but the next time they offer one of those mail-in one-of-your-own-items, I'm going to take that still of him pointing towards the basket Looking at J.R. Smith, you you only have LeBron James back. It's it's the inverse of the famous Michael Jordan wing shot, but it's him <laughs> with one arm out going, look at the basket that way, you fool. <laughs> the look LeBron James gave J.R. Smith after that play, Oof. stalking off the court, the look on his face. Oh, it was a murderous rage. Walking off the court. He looked like Thanos. After overtime. Yeah, but Thanos, no. He was more upset because Thanos at least was having the, you know, he had all the diamonds and stuff. He, he, LeBron's got a Well, got but a before gauntlet. he had him, he still looked angry. LeBron's got a gauntlet with nothing. I mean, he's got no diamonds. He's only got, he's got three. Got he's, it's a he's only got three of the six. It's, oh! I was going to say, I was going to say it's a gauntlet with like 10 openings, but only three of them are filled. Uh, we just go three of six, right? He's chasing Jordan. Chasing the six, just like I got, gone, I, got, I got six openings. I got my last three knuckles. I can't I got, find those other three. I got it goes down the wrist and up to my elbow. <laughs> I got spots to fill. What do you got, Golden Headphones? I mean, how does he not just tell the public and all the reporters there, you know what? I was running backwards for the half-court shot. <laughs> he would have been off the hook because that's JR. If you really want to save face and make people think, what you could do if you were J.R. Smith is said is I would have said, I knew the game was tied. I got the rebound. I didn't f- 
felt like I have a shot. I knew I had time to get out, and it was just I, – I thought I had more time than I did to get out and get a shot off. I thought there was a little bit I, – I didn't play it in my head at all, and I made a mistake. That's my fault. I just really wish uh, Ty Lue had just gone straight for it. I mean, he, he said, hey, he knew and knew the situation – but if he just let off a couple of expletives right there, I mean, they didn't. How do you? They didn't open the block room, which makes you think everybody's getting on the same page with stuff. And then Ty Lue says yeah. he thought we were up, and then J.R. Smith says, "No, no, 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 no," which completely J.R. Smith. No, is that not was the somebody truth. banging chairs against lockers, yelling about keeping composure, oh. and Whew. we let him off the hook. You got a whole Dennis Green speech in there. There's all sorts of stuff going on. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.